Welcome to the Dark Arts of Conversation. The more we talk, the more we heal. We're your hosts, Jer and Daniela, aka the Baker and the Witch. Sorry, she gave me eyes and I was like, I think we knew what we're doing here, but we didn't. My bad. Totally didn't talk about that part. Sorry. Like, we literally talked about everything else but that part, and that was what I just, like, expected. I think it's always, like, where I was like, oh, who wants to go first? uh, And then I was like, oh, do I do the Baker part now or later? And then I was like, oh, I should let her do her name, and I totally didn't do that. Sorry. So, we're your host, Jer. And Daniela. Cool. Sorry that I ruined your your ability to own your name in the beginning of this. Um, Anyway, I guess we can have boundaries around names. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> way ahead of myself uh, so we like to always start out with a uh, check in um, so yeah since I started this thing <coughs> sorry it's okay you get to go first uh, how are you doing how you been feeling uh, it's been a weird couple of days we just had the blood moon the full moon the eclipse didn't even get to see it you what know what's funny bunch is, of bull. well, when it was happening, it was happening at midnight Eastern Standard Time, and that's right when our a daughter went into a weird allergy reaction, can't breathe, fit, um, and that started for like two hours right as the eclipse was happening. Coincidental? I think not. Yeah. But <laughs> Coincidence? It's a shout out to Henry Zabrowski because I love that thing. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, so, okay, just because she said two hours and, like, can't breathe, like, we didn't sit around and, like, she literally could not breathe for two hours. Yeah, Obviously, she just, she's, she's just so like, congested. Yeah, she was yeah. having a hard time, like, not being able to breathe through yeah. her nose. And most babies are so adjusted to breathing to their nose that, like, when they're forced to breathe through their mouth, it's uncomfortable. So, like, her trying to eat, she wouldn't, like, lay down to sleep. I literally was koala bearing her, like, carrying her everywhere. She would not let me sit. Um, it was uh, it was a rough two hours. But outside of that, um, things are okay, I would say. Um Gosh, it feels like forever because I'm like, I don't know what I've been doing except for like sleeping and working on a garden. So outside of that, I guess everything's going okay. Well-ish, minus the ER visit. Um, I'm going to start collecting a jar of her like ER bracelets. It's we, not funny at this point anymore. <laughs> it is a little funny with how many times we've gone. It's It's a little bananas. So, just tired. How about you? How are you? What have you been feeling lately? Overwhelmed and just like, I'm, I'm losing my ability to compartmentalize everything that's going on. Um, so, yeah, like, saying that uh, I'm overwhelmed is probably uh, accurate, but polite about it, so... Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot, lot happening, uh, big things in the world, big things in responsibility, uh, it's just a lot, definitely had a, a ton of imposter syndrome during a lot of this, 
But then I've been able to kind of like prove to myself that I can do it. So there's also like a really good confidence boost going into, into some stuff. But yeah, it's just been kind of, kind of a lot. So I don't know that I really want to go too much into politics, but the whole Roe versus Wade thing bothers me quite, quite a lot. Um, it kind of honestly bothers me even more now that I have a daughter. Like, it bothered me that, like, you know, women may lose their right to choice, but I have a daughter. I'm at the raise her in a world where I have to explain that. And that, that kind of, like, sucks. I'm not really interested in having that conversation yet. Thankfully, she's not old enough for it. So there's that. Um, I don't think... Other people have the right to tell her what she can and can't do in that regard, um, personally. Um, and then one of our other friends is, like, getting ready to move. They may have moved already, but that just means it's, like, another person that's kind of slowly disappearing out of our circle of people we know. I mean, look, everybody's moving on and moving up, and that's super awesome, and I love that about it, but it's just kind of, like... It's just kind of, uh, you know, it's sucky when people leave. So It's, it's never fun. I mean, it's exciting because you're like, oh, I'm glad you're like taking a step into what you want and need, but it is rough. As for the Roe versus Wade, uh, I've got some feelings about that. Fucking people. But yeah, I'm not going to go into that because it's just going to make me angry. And- I'm all, Yeah, I'm already angry. Oh. Uh, I was angry anyway. I don't really want to go to bed angry after this. Yeah. I've, yeah. I, I literally probably went to bed angry for three days. Dude, yeah. Uh, about it's that. And that problem. doesn't even, like, we haven't even touched on all the other absolute garbage in the news. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> because if, if we start going down these roads, like, I won't be able to handle it. And I think I'm starting to realize that. So I'm starting to kind of slowly disconnect from stuff. Um, I guess I'm setting a boundary for myself in that regard, which is funny because we're talking about boundaries this week. Woo! <laughs> Worst lead-in ever. Don't care. Keep listening because there's a lot of actually a lot of good information in here. Um, I had a pretty big realization, I guess. I mean, you and I had a conversation, so we'll get to that uh, in the future. But yeah, I think I had a pretty big realization doing this one which is kind of weird um i mean that's good that's the point uh, yes you know what that's true that's true i don't i don't claim to know all this stuff and like i knew everything and did no research on any of this that's that would be a huge lie um i'm not gonna say i spend countless hours and i've read twenty thousand books i don't have time for that but like i've definitely done some research on it um so boundaries or we'll never get through this episode (laughs) Right, or this uh, is just gonna be our rant episode. Dude. Yeah, it's gonna be a long, like, weird back and forth on this. I guess I am tired. I got a lot of good sleep, but anyway, um, boundaries are limits we set in general and in our relationships. They can be physical, um, or emotional, or a bunch of other things. Um, and what they're doing is they're allowing us to say no and feel that we'll be respected by the other person at that time. Um, 
that's a big thing. Um, proper boundaries can allow for a healthy level of vulnerability while also guarding one's time, your physical contact. So like, do you want to be touched? If so, where and how? And it should be on your terms. Um, your uh, emotions, sexual contact is a big one that you should definitely have boundaries about. And obviously I would say a vast majority of that should be unspoken and implied right from the start and that's a lot of consent and we're not going into that but i do want to do an episode on consent eventually then you also have your episode on everything (laughs) yeah well then you have your boundaries also around your own like uh finances and material possessions and then workplace boundaries um so yeah there's a lot of things you can put boundaries on and after we did vulnerability where we're talking about tearing walls down as a good thing you also need to be able to put up those limits so that you can have a healthy balance. And that is really the key to a healthy, respectable relationship is that you have the ability to be open enough, but respected when you want to be able to say no or whatever other boundaries you have like you want to be able to have that balance between you and that other person so yeah it kind of felt good to do boundaries after vulnerability so yeah it's very fitting for sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i didn't know that there were actually three different like main categories to boundaries so there's clear boundaries and these are basically your clear set like line in the sand Um, these allow you to support and have a stable line but (laughs) um, it also allows yourself or individuals to be assertive it allows you to communicate your needs and create individual interests and as I'm reading these on our like thing I'm like where do I fall in the like uh, in this line, and I feel like I'm a mix of you. You wait the, the next few, in all honesty. So you said these are a line in the sand as a clear boundary. I guess yes, yeah, because like it's 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 clearly set as of what it is, but it is flexible. And so like I was like, oh, that doesn't work. Yeah, it actually works really well because a line in the sand can be like erased and like moved mm-hmm. in a direction. And actually, like while I was sitting here thinking about that, I'm like, actually, that's really good way to phrase that and i was gonna be like maybe and then i'm like god damn it actually like works really well sorry it's like not trying to be a jerk but like anyway it worked really well sorry no, you're good. not my intention uh rigid boundaries and these are closed and inflexible um boundaries these actually can cause a lot of isolation in relationships or to the outside world and this tends to make it really hard to communicate or express any individuality which I can totally see. I'm like, oh, putting myself in a tiny box and taping it so nothing can come in or out. Cool. This is basically the lack of vulnerability. Yeah. If you think about it. This would be more of a line in concrete, right? Because you can't change it without like ripping it up and starting over. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then we have the open porous boundaries. These are not really clearly defined uh, boundaries. They can be kind of fuzzy. They can be very loose. And I'm like, yep, this is where I live. 
um, this can make it really hard for individuals to have their actual needs met because there is no expectation of what you need or want or what you're going to allow. And the end of it. Individuality can be lost with more codependent traits. I'm like, that was me taking it in. It wasn't that I wasn't Uh, doing it. I was like, oh. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) It's okay. Um, So how can you tell which type of boundaries you have? Well, you know, there's the three that we talked about. So the clear boundaries, um, you value your own opinions, right? You clearly know what your opinions are. They mean something to you and you don't compromise um, your values and you don't compromise the values of other people, right? And that's kind of like, the boundary kind of goes like both ways, right? So you're protecting yourself, but you also have to have that level of understanding for the other person and you're willing to accept what they are, right? That they, they, they're different, right? They're going to have different ideas and stuff. And you're willing to accept that. So that's a, a key portion of a boundary that it is semi your understanding, your understanding of your own stuff, but your understanding of the differences of other people. Um, but again, with clear boundaries, you can share personal information, but you're doing it in an appropriate way. So you're not doing way too much <laughs> like... You know, I don't know. I like uh, the disgusting things come to me for that one. So I'm not even going to go into it. But like you're sharing a, a, an appropriate level of detail. Um, you're not just dumping out your life story for somebody and like every single thing. Right. And they're just like, what the hell? But you're also not not sharing anything. Um, clear boundaries. You know what you want and you know what you need and you can communicate that. Uh, fairly effectively, fairly clearly, right? Um, that way you have an understanding of what you want and need. The other person knows what that is so they can respect it and then attempt to meet those um, if they want to. And if they don't, like, obviously that's not somebody you want to be around. Um, and then with a the clear boundary, you're accepting when somebody else says no um, and then other people are accepting of your no. Um, rigid boundaries. Um, <laughs> how do you know if you have this one? Well, you avoid intimacy and close relationships. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, pretty rigid, right? Um, these boundaries make people unlikely to ask for help. Um, usually because it makes them feel, uh, overly vulnerable, if you will. I'm like, this is so me. I maybe maybe mm. we'll we'll come to some of that info info um and then these these people with rigid boundaries tend to have few close relationships <coughs> shit <laughs> uh, and then you're very protective of your personal information um definitely something that i have done um you can seem detached with your romantic partners um Keeps others at distance to avoid the possibility of rejection. Wait, 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 wait. Are you just looking at me when I said that? No. Uh, I was, uh, I had something in my eye. Oh, please. Anyway. She's nodding. You're hilarious. Uh, Somebody with open and porous boundaries will overshare. Um, They struggle to say no to other people. 
They get over-involved in other people's problems. They are dependent on opinions of other people. Um, they tend to accept abuse and disrespect from people. Hmm. Um, and then they have fears of rejection from other people if they don't comply with what other people would like. Um, so now that we kind of know like what the differences are, this was a pretty interesting thing. Um, because you're like, Oh, I can see myself in this or I see, Oh, I'm, I'm totally that one. Um, most people actually have a mix of boundary types. Um, really kind of depending on the setting, right? You could be super clear at, uh, you know, in your own relationship, um, with, I don't know, let's say your spouse, your best friend, but you could be very rigid with people you don't know, right? It might take you a long time to open up to those people, but once you do, like, you can set good boundaries and stuff or, yeah. or whatever. But maybe at work you have an open and porous boundary. You're just Sorry. like, I don't know. <laughs> the cat won't leave her alone. It's fine. But at work you could have, like, a, a very open and poor. It's like, oh God, what do I do? Like, how do I make my boss happy? Oh, I need to work extra time and all these other things. So yeah, it, it's very situational, right? Um, so while you're looking at this, you're like, oh, I'm that. Oh, I'm this. And I'm, oh, I'm that. It, you may be, but you may be them in different situations or you may have a different set of boundaries with different people, just depending on like what you know. Um, I definitely used to be super rigid in my boundaries to people I didn't know at all. It would be very hard for me to open up to people because as we talked about in the vulnerability, like being burned and everything else. Right. So that was a difficult one for me, but usually when I'm, and then I was also very open and porous in work. I had really terrible boundaries at work initially until I kind of cracked at work. <laughs> and started to learn boundaries and stuff through therapy and everything else. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we talked about things you can set boundaries around. What can you set boundaries around? Um, you can you can set boundaries about, around your physical space. This includes your body, your personal space, your autonomy, autonomy. over your body. Yeah. Uh, you know, that goes for like teaching kids how to, if they don't want to give a hug to a relative, they don't have to. Um, there are different ways of initiating or not initiating any physical contact with somebody else. Yeah. And if they Um, don't want the contact, it's okay for them to not accept it. Not accept it or give it. Yeah. I, yeah. My family's been better about that. Growing up, like, that was a big, like, cultural thing. When you walked in the room, you say hello to everybody, but you go and you give everybody a hug and a kiss. Um, yeah, that would not work for me. And now <laughs> now it's a very much, as long as you just acknowledge or um, and say hi, it's a lot more acceptable nowadays. Mm. But it's so different uh, growing up and, like, seeing my nieces and nephews it's a whole different like thing they don't have to and they shouldn't by the way real quick this is one of the best ways to teach children that boundary around their own body in a way where they can start to understand that it belongs to them and it actually like gives them that understanding at an earlier age 
which I think is a big thing. And I want to make sure that like we do that. Oh yeah. Because I mean, yeah, like I can remember like, Oh, it's your grandmother. Like you give, her give her a kiss. No back. dude. No. Like no offense, grandma rest in peace. But <laughs> no, you dude. don't have to, <laughs> it's not happening. It's your body. You get to make your own choice. Yes. Um, so the next would be your mental space, you know, having, this is around personal ideas, beliefs, and your thoughts. It's accepting others are different. And, uh, the bad part about it can be if you're belittling or invalidating someone else's thoughts or beliefs. That is a, it's weird how that that is an actual boundary you can set around but it's really important too in all honesty and now I'm like oh god I have I don't know that I I'm definitely really I have a bad boundary about with myself and like belittling myself and I never thought I wasn't even thinking of it that way you I mean doing it for other people but also like learning not to do it for yourself is also a big thing like shifting the way that you think um Another is your sexual space, um, knowing what you like, but also being vocal about what you want, what you don't want, if you're not in the mood, if you don't want to be touched, um, knowing what your own personal boundaries in your sexual space are so freaking important. Safe sex, everybody. We're going to um, do a whole thing on this because this is actually a, a, a really big thing. And this is the only relationship I've ever done it in. Uh-oh. This is literally the only relationship where I've had a real conversation about sexual wants, needs, and not so much boundaries because we haven't really, like, I, I think that kind of went unsaid as the conversation went on. Yeah. Right? Like, as we laid out the wants and needs, that was the boundary setting, really. But... It's kind of, in a way, it's liberating because you understand, one, that whatever you ask for isn't going to be shamed, which is a huge thing in sex, which is the weirdest thing ever when you really think about it. But, um, yeah, like I want to do a whole thing about it because I, it was really eye-opening to have that conversation. I, as you're just saying that, I'm like, I think that's the same for me too, though. Like I, I feel like I got pressured in a lot of things that I didn't want to do. And in different relationships, uh, growing up, especially. I've definitely been pressured in relationships as an adult. Oh, yeah, I guess technically at the age I was an adult. Yeah, sure. So I think uh, like it's really important to know what your boundaries are, uh, good or bad. But knowing what you won't take is yeah. very, very important. And respecting other people's boundaries, like that's like that's still the thing, right? Like. Don't shame anybody you, for not wanting to do it or... Don't step over their boundaries, especially yeah. in a sexual space. So don't, Well, don't do it anywhere, right? But, like... Sexual space yeah. is, like, super vulnerable. And it's very it's vulnerable. Very easy to be manipulated, um, especially when you're freaking young and Consent, you people. Consent yes. is a big thing. Consent is bi-directional. And consent can be removed. Yes. It is not an implied forever thing. It can, it can change in seconds and in minutes, and you have to respect it. Yep. Uh, your emotions. Screw it. Let's just do the episode now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> back to the <laughs> emotional boundaries though you can set boundaries around your emotions uh you know boundary if a boundary is crossed when you're sharing feelings personal info and it's belittled or minimized you know without your consent you should be able to know and acknowledge that that's not okay um Knowing what your boundary is around your emotions, having an idea of what you do and don't want to share, and people respecting that and not pushing you to share is not okay. You're capable of having privacy. Yeah. It's possible. That's a boundary. If you don't want to talk about it, you don't technically have to. to. Um, It's not anybody else's business if you don't want it to be. Right. Um, Your possessions. So, like, finances, having boundaries about... Um, your personal belongings, knowing what those boundaries are when you're crossing them. Um, If you're being forced to lend money, knowing what your limit is. Definitely had an issue with this one growing up. I would always have people come ask and borrow money and I would feel guilty for not doing it, but even if I had the funds. And then I would be manipulated in the factor of like. I can still see that. Yeah. Um, It's not as bad now, but it was pretty rough. And so like, uh, God, I'm like reading these and they make me feel bad a little bit. Um, Anyways, another one would be like workplace interactions. Knowing what you, what your line of boundary is at work is so freaking important. What you won't and will take is so important and I feel like people get manipulated at work so easily because people don't know that line um, as an employee and as a boss and that line gets crossed very fast and people forget people forget and it's really important to know um, what's your job description and to not feel guilty for sticking to that job description and not going over if you don't want to um, over that line. Gosh. Like reading all these things and like it makes me think about my past early 20s. We'll get there. We'll get I'm there. like, damn. <laughs> I've definitely had a lot of boundaries that I definitely probably didn't properly set that just got completely shit on. And I didn't say anything about it because I was too worried about Making somebody unhappy or whatever, right? Especially at work. Just the, the career advancement aspect of it. I'm going to do one full episode of you meowing into this microphone. It's right? going to be great. Because you do it every time. It's um, just like, oh, I want to be... I have a boundary. It's you not paying attention to me right, right now. <laughs> right at this very time that I want to be paid attention to. Anyway, so... So, what are healthy boundaries, Cher? Well, real quick, man. You forgot time. Oh, shit. Yes, it is. Time is a big one. Are people time vampires? Are they sucking up your time? Are you letting them do it is the other thing, and that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's your time, really, at the end of the day, right? Use your time the way you want it to be used. And obviously, in your own relationships, you're going to have responsibilities that are going to change that. Children, jobs, your spouse. But, like, set that boundary 
set it at work, set it with your children, set it with your spouse. Like, Look, I need this 20 minutes to do X, Y, and Z for myself. I need, uh, you know, to be at home at this certain time for my child or I child, I need you to go to bed at this time frame so that I don't lose my mind while you're awake when you shouldn't be and blah, 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 or whatever it is like, you know, but you have to respect their time too. That's the thing. Boundaries. You're setting the boundary for yourself, but you're also having to respect the boundary that other people are setting and not being upset. So yeah, what are healthy boundaries? Well, it's exactly that. It's being able to say no, have that other person accept that you say no, but also accepting when they tell you no. That's a big one for people. People don't want to hear no. No. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really bad about that. I, I don't want to say no. Or I don't want to feel the the rejection that comes with no, that yeah. rejection feeling. And yes. I don't like people feeling you don't that want way. To, you don't want to hear no. I don't always have the best healthy boundaries. I've had to learn, that's for sure. Um, uh-huh. Another one would be clearly communicating what your wants and needs are. Um, this goes personal life, out in the open, social media, at, in the workplace, with your mm. friends, your family. No, it's really important to communicate what you want and need in an appropriate manner as well. Yeah. This can be a tricky thing, right? And we'll get to we'll get to this a little bit more, but like clearly communicating it is is tricky, but also understanding what your wants and your needs are are also can be tricky. Um Yeah. But you have to be able to it doesn't necessarily have to be clear right when you talk about it, right? You in that moment you get to help the other person understand what you're trying to say if they don't if it doesn't come out clearly but once you agree on what that is that's that time where you want to make sure that you're both on the same page that's the clear aspect of of it um but again you need to respect the needs of yourself and the needs of other people because it is a balancing act right at some point you may have to bend your boundary a little bit to and I don't want to use this word, um, appease, but you want to, you may slowly, and again, if you have clearly set boundaries, you can move them a little bit. You and that other person can shift your boundaries a little bit so that you both come out comfortable where you're at by respecting each other. Um, but again, like if it's something super important to you, you don't have to just say no in the situation move on and then like find somebody else if you have to that's how it works um part of that respect though is respecting their opinions their values the things they believe in um even when they're different from yours and that is the biggest thing that nobody i say nobody like broad generalization of nobody is doing unfortunately like and maybe that's just the media saying that nobody's doing this stuff. But, like, we are all different people. We have our own different things. We've been taught differently. We've been through different things. And the only way we're all going to help each other is if we respect those differences. You don't have to agree with it. But you should respect it. They have something about it. And like, look, I don't 
agree with the Roe vs. Wade thing. I don't at all. Do I understand that you have a belief and an idea and an opinion? I do. I, I can see that. I get it. I respect your opinion on that, but I also respect that I don't feel you should be able to overstep somebody else's boundary and force them to do something they don't want to do. But a little bit outside of the realm, I'm probably getting a little too political on that one, so I'm just yeah, going to kind of step away from that step one. Away from and that like, Because I'm way too opinionated in that one to actually like be okay with it. Um, but then you also, in a healthy boundary, you're, you're free to share your information what you want to share, when you want to share it, and you have that level of expectation that if you don't want the person you're sharing with to share to someone else, that they won't do it. Or they'll come and ask you, hey, remember that thing you told me? Would it be okay if I told this other person? And then you give the option to say no. That would be a healthy uh, boundary around info sharing. Um, And then you don't compromise yourself in an unhealthy way. Right, you're not putting yourself in danger. You're not um, putting yourself in situations you don't want to be in. Um, you're protecting your own emotional and physical well-being because, and your mental well-being. Because if if you can't, then what's the point? Like clearly, you're not looking out for yourself in a way that you need to. So, um, yeah, you don't want to compromise yourself. So obviously, unhealthy would be like the opposite of all that. But what exactly does that look like? Having a hard time saying no, accepting no. Um, you're not able to clearly communicate what your wants or your needs are. Um, it's also easily compromising one's personal values, your beliefs, in order to satisfy other people. Ugh, I've been in that situation. Uh, manipulating others to get them to say or do something they don't want to do. Also been in that situation as the manipulator. Um, I've been the manipulated. I've probably been the manipulator. I'm old enough that I'm sure I've done it at some point. I would be naive to say I haven't. Right. Well, everybody is at some point for something, whether it's on purpose or not. Yes, um, I would like to think I haven't done it to a detrimental amount to a person, but I don't know, right? And I would be dumb to say that I I do know or that I've never done it. I think that would be wrong. Um, another is oversharing personal information. Yeah, I usually don't do that at all. Actually, I tend to be the exact opposite. I was going to say, I don't know that I overshare. I know people that overshare for sure. I'm like, Jesus, like, I don't need to know these things. Like, I don't need to know this at all. (laughs) Like, just stop talking about whatever you're talking about. But something that's kind of important to really know is unhealthy boundaries can really very fastly turn into abuse. I didn't realize this. Which is weird to say that I didn't grasp the concept that abuse is really not respecting somebody else's boundaries. It, it like abuse, like abuse is the excessive non-respecting of somebody else's boundaries, like constantly, like 
and stuff, but I didn't really get it. Like, I didn't, it, it never really, like, dawned on me that abuse and boundaries went together. And I had to put that in here. I was like, well, I can't be the only person. Okay, I could be, but <laughs> I don't think I'm the only person that didn't really actively put those two things together. And I was like, man, that's actually, like, I don't want to say like a light bulb moment, but it's one of those things where you're like, oh, okay, now it actually all makes sense in terms of like, what is abuse, what are boundaries, and what is vulnerability? Like, got it. They like, to me, this was like that, hand hand. this yeah. is that like, last puzzle piece that like, really like, put it all together. Like, what is going to happen if I don't respect my boundaries I'm sorry, if I don't expect, if I don't respect somebody else's boundaries and I let people not respect mine, I'm going to get abused, but I didn't get it. And I feel like I'm just like harping on this, but like to me, it was like a big thing. I was like, oh man, I got it. I get it. Like, okay. Like not only the healthiness of your relationships and being able to be respected and get what you want and need, but this is like what happens when it goes wrong badly wrong yep you get abuse and it just didn't dawn on me that next level of importance outside of having your own wants and needs met which is just as important for sure but this is the the really big negative outcome this is like that next level of like oh okay nobody loves me but oh shit nobody loves me somebody's beating me and I think I deserve it. Like, what the F? Like, so this is that, like, it, it just put it all together for me. And now I feel like I'm ranting, which is fine. So we'll get back to it's, it. That's fine. It's, it's okay. Uh, what abuse can be and is, it's a violation of your physical safety. It's exerting excessive control over your life. I feel like that. Somebody else is exerting the control over you. Oh, okay. Constantly scaring you. Uh, yeah. Uh, forcing you to do things you don't want to do. People who were abused as children may not know healthy boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And they often grow up with a lack of control over their personal and physical boundaries. I'm like... Highlight saying this in my brain right now because I'm like, damn. This was the big one for me. Yeah. This was... I was like, oh. This was a big one for me. Um, This is... This tends to be why you see the same pattern of abuse. From abuser to abusee and then the person who was abused turns into an abuser because they don't understand the boundaries because their boundaries are so severely stepped on that they don't don't have a good grasp of what a true boundary really looks like. And so then they take what they were taught, which is boundaries don't exist and aren't a thing, and they continue down that path. So breaking that cycle is one of the hardest things to do because as a person who is abused, you then have to understand, one, you deserve to have boundaries, you should have had boundaries, you have to figure out what boundaries are. You have to figure out what your wants and needs are. You have to set them, and then you have to respect somebody else's boundaries. You have to do all of that on top of heal whatever from your own abuse 
to be able to stop the cycle of abuse. Because really, at the end of it, you didn't get taught. Your your boundaries were abused. You didn't get taught them. You didn't understand them. And and since abuse really is just abusing other people's boundaries, and you don't know what they are, it's basically just a never-ending cycle. Because then you become the abuser, you do the abusing, and here you are. Yep. This is a big thing for me. I, yeah. Well, we can come back to this, because I don't think we have... Yeah, we'll come right back to this part because I think we, this is where I want to start when we really get into it. Um, not that we're not really into not it Not that already. we're not into it already, right, for sure. Um, um, so how can you set boundaries? I have no fucking idea. Uh, <laughs> A lot of my boundaries have really been just not spoken. I'm not going to lie. A lot of my boundaries have been very expected to be understood Without having to without explain. being verbally stated, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me be a psychic. You mm-hmm. are a psychic. Well, okay. So most anyway. people don't <laughs> know any bad example. So yeah, how do you set boundaries then? Well, you start small, one thing at a time, and you start to talk about what you need, what you want. Try to communicate those things more, um, and try to be clear as possible writing them out um, to practice is a really good one in all honesty um, because sometimes we as people don't actually know what we want or need and so being able to actually like write it down personally makes it a little easier to clarify them to other people or make them easily communicate to others. Um, and the benefits that you're going to get out of these are you're going to be allowed to be yourself. You're going to be able to say no. And you may not be able to say no the first time, but you'll get better at, oh, I should have said no. Okay, so next time that comes up, I'm going to say no. Or, you know what, I changed my mind. I can still say no. It's going to give you that little bit of courage to fortify that answer of, Maybe no, you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Things change and you can still say no. Um, it's also going to prevent burnout, which is so freaking important. I feel like I meet people burnt out all the time. Uh, <laughs> and people forget oh, to take time for themselves and say no to things that they don't want to do. But it's also going to, something else it's going to do, it's going to allow you to have better sexual relationships. It's going to have allow you to also like properly have walls that are protecting you to possibly save a relationship, friendship, family ship, yourself, yourself in all honesty. Um, boundaries are important guys. There are a lot of benefits to them. Sometimes you're just going to get yourself back in the way you probably need. So vulnerability is preventing you from isolating yourself and allowing you to be open and tearing all these walls down. The boundaries are the opposite side of that, where you tell people what you want, need, and expect while respecting their wants and needs and their expectations so that you can have a healthy relationship. And if people will not respect them, tell them to fuck off. You don't need people like that in your life. Um, 
But again, like the vulnerability that'll allow you to be open. But if you're not going to be vulnerable, then you're doing a disservice to yourself. But if you're being open and vulnerable, but you don't have boundaries, you're also doing a disservice to yourself because you're going to just let people do it. And that's not fair to you either. So you kind of need a balance of both. And the fact that we just did these back to back, like wasn't anything we expected to do. Our cat just played fetch. She brought her toy back here. Carrie it was really cute. It's a dog somehow, some days. Um, but yeah, we didn't expect to do vulnerability and then boundaries. But when we really started to sit down and think about it, it just made so much sense because telling people that they need to go out and they need to tear these walls down and be open as a way to be themselves and have a healthier relationship. That's really only half the story. The other half is what you do to protect yourself in a healthy way, right? It's, it's how you say, this is what I want. This is what I need. And if you can't do that or you won't respect it, you're not worth my time. And then you can go back and you can say, all right, cool. I'm not going to be vulnerable with you. Uh, I'm not going to talk to you. All of my walls are up and they're intentionally there. And I will take them down if I feel like it, but I'm probably not going to. And that's okay. That's how you protect yourself with people you don't know, people you do know, and as things change in relationships. I mean, you have to have both sides. Yeah. They're both very important. They go hand in hand. And it's really important to know what your wants and needs are. It's really important to know what you want boundaries around. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure anybody heard that, but that's fine. Maybe they did. I guess we'll just find out. We'll find out in the episode we replay later. Yeah. Yeah. So wants and needs, like, yeah. this is the like light bulb stuff, right? the The abuse thing was a pretty big thing, but the people who abuse these children may not know healthy boundaries, and they often grow up with a lack of control of their personal and physical boundaries. Um. trying to figure out how I want to really say this. I've done a lot of growth, a lot of healing. I'm in a much better relationship with my dad. There were things and actions that I now realize may have overstepped boundaries that I didn't even know about. And you asked me what I wanted to be when I grow up. And I was like, oh, I thought about that. And I'm like, oh, like maybe a pilot, like that would have been cool. And then I started to think about it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Anything after like the age of like eight or 10, I was like, I have no idea. I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. And then I was doing the research for this um, episode and you and I were talking about it. And I'm like reading through this and I'm like, oh my God. Like, cause then you were asking me like, what I needed. I've been kind of down lately. I can feel my depression kind of like coming in waves. Like some days are good and some days are bad. And you were asking me on a bad day like what I want and what I need. And it really started to click in place. I don't know. I don't know what I want and I don't know what I need. Which sucks to be this age and think about and be like, man, I don't know. And then I kind of took it back to the same thing about being like, 
a kid and not really knowing what I wanted to be when I grow up. And I'm like, shit. I've had boundaries I wasn't sure of, stepped on so many times. And I was one of those, they call it a people pleaser, right? Somebody who doesn't say no to other people, who gets their time sucked away. And like, for me, a lot of it was at work, but it did seep into other relationships. I have no idea what my wants and needs are. If you were to ask me on an average day, outside of the normal wants and needs of any single person, which it really is to feel love and, and to be loved and love somebody, which are some of them, like then shelters, the other one. I don't, I don't know what like the, the real four needs are. Maybe it's five again, not a therapist or a psychologist yet. Um, I don't know what they are. And that sucks because I don't know what to tell you, which is hard. What I do want right now is for her to fall back asleep. <laughs> it might, uh, maybe it did. So anyway, yeah, I don't know what they are. Sorry, we're talking, we're watching <laughs> the camera and we're like, oh, she's wiggling. Ugh. Um, and then when we were talking about like people who are abused as children and don't know healthy boundaries, like I, I've had to learn healthy boundaries through therapy, through working with you. I don't know if you're learning healthy boundaries, if you had healthy boundaries prior to this relationship, if kind of the difficult situations that you and I have put each other through has helped iron out what boundaries really are and should be. This is definitely probably the first relationship I can honestly say that I have boundaries in. I don't think I've ever been in a relationship where I've had real boundaries. Mm. Um, I've also been married before and like I look back on that and I'm like, I don't, I don't think we really had very healthy boundaries. Did you communicate them or were they unspoken expectations? They were unspoken expectations. I've had a lot of unspoken expectations both some that worked flawlessly and perfectly with no problem might I add it was it was just an unspoken acceptance of what it meant to treat somebody yeah right and then I've had them go to fucking hell real fast uh yeah my job prior to this one like at the end was eight traumatizing experience i'm gonna say it that way because it really was i had terrible anxiety i was depressed i i mean well i'm not gonna lie i was depressed prior to that but like there was no help in my depression in that in that frame and like i got stepped on a lot and a lot of things were unhealthy in that role for sure yeah. So anyway, I learned a lot about what I will and won't accept. 
And my boundaries now at work, by the way, are still, I would say, uncommunicated. They are follow the standard level of professionalism and you expect that that's how you'll be treated at a job. So those are unset. Those are un, unspoken boundaries, but yeah. I definitely have those. I like look, well, not now, but I definitely found that like in my workplace growing up, um, not growing up, but like when I could work. Well, actually, no, because I've been working since I was like 16. So um, I've worked in a lot of different salons and there were no boundaries. And I think a lot of that, I was a people pleaser. I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to be that person that didn't do those things. And now I'm learning to say no still um but i'm better about it now i feel like uh this is a pretty intense like episode partially just because it makes me think about like all my life situations leading up to now and i'm like fuck man if i had better boundaries would i be in a different space would i be where i am right now no, well no you wouldn't be where you are now no. if we would but again, I'm a firm believer that if you would have made any other choice, it would have been somewhere else. That's just me. We don't have to go down. I mean, I, I kind of feel that way, but... too, in all honesty. I mean, yeah. that goes for me, like not saying no to drugs and not knowing my boundaries and just run with the crowd, mm-hmm. you know, and that turning into its own thing. So I'm like, damn, life altering moments here, uh, existential crisis happening. <laughs> Um, we'll do a whole lot. yeah anyway existential life crisis that's my <laughs> jam that's where I live that's where I play all day uh yeah do you have anything you wanna um I mean, throw I'm, in yeah I do and I don't all at the same time um yeah I mean you can stop the cycle of abuse that that is kind of what I think is key about this and I didn't really realize it. So I've been saying for a while that it stops with me in a way to not pass on some of the negative, some of the negative traits. My dad has a ton of positive traits and I love that man for it. He's also, he had a really rough upbringing so I can see why. He's had the struggles he's had. And that's given me some of the struggles that I have. And I want to do my best to stop those struggles so I don't pass those on. Um, and some of that is going to be boundaries. I'm going to have to set and respect boundaries between you and me, you and O, and me and O. Um, and then help her set boundaries when she can because in the beginning she's not going to be able to because she's teeny tiny can't communicate doesn't know she's <laughs> learning a healthy and boundary experiencing is, everything you know so we're going to have to tell people like no you can't do x y and z and you're going to have to suck it up and deal with it 
No, I but you're going to learn why. Yeah, well, I will tell you why. <laughs> Maybe. Let's see how you uh, <laughs> approach that. There has to be the learning the why helps versus the no because I said so. Is No, no, no. This is us setting boundaries to other people, not oh, us giving her boundaries. Yeah, that's yeah, different. yeah. When we, when, we, when we help her set boundaries, I'm with you. I think setting the why is a big thing because that'll help her understand how to set her own boundaries when she grows up. Yeah. And I'm too old to remember if my parents did that, unfortunately. My parents... I'm just too old, which sucks because I'm sure they did. Did not. In all honesty. I don't think they did. Um, but I don't. But I see them do it now in my and that's niece why and nephew. I, that's why I want to say I think they did. I know. Okay, look, actually, I can think of times where my mom definitely helped me do it. I know there are times my dad probably helped me do it. There were still a lot of no because I said so, <laughs> and I get it too to be completely honest like you don't always have time to explain like the why right then and there but i think it's i think the trick is to go back and explain the why later yeah here's to parenting with good boundaries (laughs) here we go crap uh yeah do you have anything you want to add that you haven't talked about no No. none of your boundaries your boundaries are perfect right now oh fuck no but i'm still learning you know i'm still learning to say no to things but i'm also i will say that like becoming a parent i am i'm very different than who i was seven months ago Uh, yeah for sure so not that i I miss sometimes my old, who I was then, but I love who I am now. Even with all the mental struggles that I've had the last uh, seven months, I will say I'm more in love with who I am now than I have been in a very long time. Um, because my boundaries are very different now. How? What has changed? I have a kid. Okay, but and I get that. That comes. That's going to come first for me. Okay, so take that back to the boundaries. What have you changed? What boundaries have you changed, and how? I don't feel guilty for saying no to people if they want to go out, and I don't want to go. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There is people getting sick, and. You know, I don't want to bring that home to my family. Mm -hmm. I don't want to risk somebody else's life because I miss going out. I can go do something just as fun in my own space. Um, There's no guilt in me saying no. But I also feel like people, for the most part, are so much more understanding. I feel like pandemic has softened some people about understanding some people i think it has made other people extremely rigid and inflexible in their own boundaries and i think that's why we're seeing such a huge double shift at the same time we're seeing some people really like no me 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 i want to do x y and z and i want to do it now and i don't care what you say yeah um and we're also seeing this huge shift of, dude, we need to start like taking care of ourselves and others and making sure that like we're doing mental health days instead of just sick time and respecting what we each need. And 
you know, I mean, it's kind of why we're doing this, but like, I think that's why we're seeing both. You're seeing people having been, I guess, like pushed to a degree that they've never been in and, and trying to feel their way out of it and not understanding how to do it. So you're seeing people like either had good boundaries and they're continuing to keep good boundaries or they're getting better ones. Or you're seeing people who didn't have good ones and they're starting to learn how to set them, right? So they're having a respect for um, everybody else when maybe they didn't before, right? They can see, oh shit, like I'm not, I'm not the only one going through this. So yeah, cool. I get, I get why you feel that way. But then I think you have other people who are doing the exact opposite. Like maybe they didn't have good boundaries and they're like, nah, F it. I'm the only one that matters. Now. Yeah. So you're going to do what I want when I want it, you be damned. And I think that's what we're seeing here. As unfair as it is, I guess I just want to hope that the people learning good boundaries are going to outnumber the others. I think there's going to be a lot of, it's going to be a big shift like that for, for at least the next few years, in all honesty, as long as the pandemic goes on. Well, I think even when we come out of it, like, they're going to, like, because, you know, let's say they come out tomorrow and they're like, all right, it's over. Shit, people are going to have to shift their boundaries all over again. Okay, how do I reintegrate into society? Do I want to? To what degree am I going to respect the people next to me? Will I? Do I want to? Are they too different from me? Because there's been so much isolation. So now people are going to have to go through and be vulnerable again. But as we already discussed, if you're vulnerable with no boundaries, you're going to be abused. If you're not vulnerable at all, you're going to be isolated. But if you're too rigid in your boundaries, you're just going to be a giant fuckhead for lack of a better way to phrase it. You're going to not respect anybody else's opinions at all. And There's a happy balance to thing. it all. Yeah, I mean, it, there has to be a balance for everything. I'm a firm believer of that. Everything in... Moderation, as they say. Yes, everything is in moderation. But um, yeah, so I have learned different boundaries. You kind of like stopped at that, like you were going to say something. I else. was, and then I was like, uh, I was like, am I going to repeat myself? Um, I have learned uh, better boundaries because I have a kid now. We have a kid, but um, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, I, I get it. Like, it's it's just so different for me versus I feel like before her, I would feel bad about not going out or not going to go do things, or um, I'd guilt myself and rally to go, and even when I didn't want to, um, all because I didn't want it f- people to feel rejected or feel like they were going to talk bad about me for saying no or not going. And now I, well, I have kind of an excuse now, but also uh, there are um, other parts to it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Would you say you think we have good boundaries? Would you say we have communicated boundaries? Let's put it that way. I feel like we are 
always evolving and changing. So I think we have very flexible boundaries. I think, um, I think it really just depends on where we're at that day. You know, um, how has our day been? How, what did we deal with? Because I think that really, that really allows what kind of boundary we're going to have that day with each other in all honesty and what we're willing to accept and receive at the same time. And that really um, deciphers how we we talk to each other. So I, I think we have pretty good boundaries. I just think we have very flexible boundaries. Um, the cat is so determined to come like talk in this microphone. It's driving me bananas. Um, do you think we have good boundaries? To the degree in which we can understand our own wants and needs and communicate them, I think we have pretty pretty solid ones. We did not get here in an easy way because neither one of us really, I would say, fully understood how to properly communicate it mm-hmm. and then understand it and we're both working to not be people pleasers is the right, is the right way yeah. to put it. Um, Sitting in the uncomfortable no. Yeah. We're definitely learning and growing. I definitely say our boundaries are more communicated and less... Um, assumed. That's a great word. Yes. Less assumed, less expected, uh, but it's been um, rough to get here. <laughs> to be completely honest, it has not been easy. Uh, at times, it has definitely not been fun. Yep. Um, but I think it's made us better yes, and stronger. And, yeah. Now I just got to really start to understand what my own wants and needs are because I think we both I, do because I can have them. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I don't know that I ever really understood that I could have that in the past. So like learning that and trying to understand that I'm actually going to be, um, talking to my therapist about that like how does one figure that out <laughs> how do i go hmm self how do i know i want this what i feel fuck? the same way too though <laughs> so i think i'm gonna be doing that pretty soon um yeah no i think we are in a good place i mean you say flexible i say we are when when you say flexible the way i hear that is we are constantly working to change where the boundaries are based on how our wants and needs are changing. Yeah. So just want to provide some clarity in that. Yes. Somebody else be like, flexible, that sounds like shit. What are you talking about? That's not a healthy boundary. Uh, but no, it's the understanding that what we want and need to changed uh, as we both grow and understand. So yeah, boundaries, man. Just as important as being vulnerable. They are the way to protect yourself once you decide to be vulnerable, then you get to live. That's how you keep a and better life. Have a healthy relationship with others and with yourself. 
in with yourself. It it protects your friendships. It protects your relationships. Yeah. And you can put boundaries around family too, by the way. We didn't touch on that. But you can. It's still a relationship. You can still say, whoa, pump the brakes. Yeah. I want to have this conversation. I don't want you doing X. I don't want you doing Y. I understand that you don't want this, this, and this. Cool. And then again, people aren't going to respect it. Find somebody else. Somebody will. Yep. So, yeah. We need to wrap this one up. She's been rolling around. She's doing really good. She hasn't completely woken up. But, yeah. So, boundaries. Time boundary. Is she going to give us our time to do the things we need to do? Right. She's a baby. Doesn't understand it. It's fine. And it's bananas. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to have to set physical boundaries on where she can go. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. It's late. We're a little behind. Sorry, it's fine. Um, that's, That's what happens. We're... Sticking to a schedule the best we can, but hey, it's life. Life happens. Um, reach out, check in on the people you care about, check in on people you don't even know. It might make their day, in all honesty. Um, might make a friend, who knows? Um, like, share, subscribe, follow, rate, leave a comment on anything YouTube, all of the podcasting platforms you can find us on which is a decent chunk of them big ones uh stitcher spotify apple iHeartRadio, google yeah it's close enough i'm not gonna go through the rest of them um by the way we hit a milestone we hit 50 listens since we put this up so that's exciting what does that mean i don't know what the hell that means it's fine gotta celebrate Uh, the small things so that is fun we've had some pretty decent chunk of listens in the in the recent time so yeah like if you guys like this let us know uh share it with other people like the goal is just to help as many people as we can um you can check out the rest of our projects on the darkartsof.com i definitely did just post the first blog post in seven months uh kind of tied back to the vulnerability stuff um yeah check that out i Punched a hole in a door. So, pretty sure we talked about that on the last episode. But hey, anyway, whatever. Um, Whoops. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, You can uh, reach us via email at thebakerandthewitch at thedarkartsof.com. If you want to leave a comment, you want to join the conversation, you want to offer a topic, you want to say hi. Be friends with us. Yeah. I do have a request for somebody that may know. Um, we obviously haven't been doing this via Instagram live. The audio was terrible and it makes it really hard to make this a podcast where people can join as a podcast. It makes it kind of difficult to have people join the conversation. What is the best way to get the audio from whatever? I don't care. Instagram live or join somebody into this thing in a way where we can get decent audio so that we can have people join the conversation. Um, the last time when Derek was here, he was physically with us, but we have people that we've been talking to that are nowhere physically near us that I would love to have. Um, if you've done something like that, if you have ideas, let me know. I was thinking about using a Bluetooth speaker connected to the phone and then 
playing that towards the mic and seeing how that worked. But yeah, I'd love to know what anybody's done or what ideas anybody has. That would be great. So email us, let us know, even if that's all you want to share. That would be awesome. It would be. So that we We can try and get this back up and running. Yeah, like that'd be cool. Um, Remember, you're not alone. Everything we talked about, you're not the only person that feels it. Talk to somebody. Talk to us. Talk to your friends. Talk to a therapist. Talk to yourself. Journal. Write it down. Get it out. Whatever you got to do. You're not alone. And the more we talk, the more we heal. Thank you, everybody. Bye. See you in two weeks.